The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and I am with the amazing Jesse Meester, international man of mystery, travel influencer, NFT, cryptocurrency, international stud. <laughs> My man. What an introduction. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, don't worry worry about your accomplishments, just international stuff. But look, for those that don't know Jesse Meester, um, first off, welcome to the Money Podcast. We're actually recording this for the Money Podcast because we're going to be mostly talking about NFTs, cryptocurrencies, the digital art space and the the revolution that's happening there, which is a big thing that Jesse's all over. He does these big launches on Clubhouse for them. He's really well connected. Um, but yeah, go check out Jesse Meester on Instagram to follow him. But we'll we'll do that all towards the end. Um, but Jesse, this is the first time ever on my Money Podcast, nearly two hundred episodes in, that we're talking about NFTs and you, you know this um, digital art revolution, I guess. So the first thing I want to ask you, Jesse, is WTF are NFTs? <laughs> well. Where do I start? Thank you so much, by the way, for having me. It's always good to speak with uh, with you and hello, everybody that's live here with us. The best way to describe NFTs, the non-fungible token, is something like a digital signature that's visible on the blockchain. Kind of like the artist that is known behind an art piece, but then tokenized, like like it's it's on the blockchain, visible forever, who the, the creator is of that artwork. Um, the great thing about NFTs and, and the technology right now is that the creators of NFTs, of artwork, you can literally mint anything into the blockchain for you to have an NFT. You will always be known as that creator. Also, you will receive royalties even on a secondary market right now if i buy i'm an art collector myself if i resell that the original artist will never receive any royalties over that in some cases um you know uh, a lot of unknown artists that i buy pieces from people don't even know about so right now it's on the blockchain it's always going to be visible and the artist will receive royalties which I think is a beautiful thing. And I just did my uh, listing yesterday. I was up till 5 a.m. in the morning uh, on Clubhouse um, with uh, some people like Don Diablo, Pussy Riot, that uh, I did draw parties with. And um, I'm connecting it to, uh, to a charity, the Mental Health Organization Against Suicide Prevention in America and uh, the WWF. Those are two causes that are close to me. And this whole thing, this this NFT space that I'm in right now, uh, for me is not. For some people, it's like a quick money grab. Uh, for me, I'm already in a position that I don't need that, so I want to use this uh, to give back as much as I can. Thank you, Jesse. So we'll do a bit of the technical side of it first, yeah. and then we'll get into the sort of the, this sort of mini revolution, I guess, that's going on. So the first thing is you said tokenized 
on the blockchain. So can you just explain what that means? So I'm, I'm trying to find like easy ways to explain it. But what, what we what we when you have um, um, your artwork, whether it's a video or a picture and you upload it to Instagram or Facebook, it's on the server of Facebook. Now you upload it, mint it, as they call it, to the blockchain. So uh, for that, you will pay a gas fee um, in the Ethereum network. Um, right now, it's it's quite high. I think I paid like $70 per piece to, to mint my NFT. Um, and then uh, after that, you have to list them. I'm, I'm um, minting mine on foundation.app slash Jesse Meester. Feel free to check them out. Um, and then you have a listing gas fee as well involved. So there, there, there's a, quite a few different things involved. Um, then you have your wallet, like where you store your crypto, in this case, the MetaMask wallet. And that's where you hold your Ethereum to pay for those gas fees to connect your foundation. Or if you want to place a bid, if you want to place a bid right now, you need a MetaMask wallet in order for you to um, have a profile on there and be able to bid. So what, what I was struggling with yesterday, coming to my second um, um, obje objection here with, with foundation and, and maybe other platforms too, is that it's not very mobile friendly. So I have people that swipe up to my artwork and they're like, hey, I want to bid, but I can't. I can't even follow you on foundation. And that's because you can only use a desktop or a laptop to do that and then have a Chrome extension with your MetaMask wallet um, to bid. So for a lot of people, especially my followers, are like, oh, Jesse, I'll, I'll do it later, or I don't know how to do it. I'm trying to help them get involved. Um, but then they forget about it. And uh, so there's, a, there's still a long way to go, but it's a beautiful space. So is it available to anyone? Can anyone have a piece of art or something digital on the internet that they mint, stroke, tokenize, and it is there forever on the blockchain, a piece of art or some asset online, anyone can do that. Anyone can do that right now. And that, that I think, creates so much opportunity right now for artists that are maybe unknown, uh, maybe, um, you know, now have an opportunity to get out there and, and really profit um, digitally from their, from their art. Um, and I see a lot of opportunity. I, I see a lot of skeptics in, in, the, in the field. But right now, for me, I see a lot of opportunity. And the opportunity is that artists can get a lot of extra income through this process. And at the same time, the big players in the game, you know, I feel that there, there is an important um, integrity aspect where we need to look at how can we help the artists that cannot pay for the gas fees. How can we, you know, assist them? How can we give back to the community? Because right now it's very niche. Right now it's a very small community, even on Clubhouse. And um, the beautiful thing about any art community is that you can get together, you can talk about art, but you can also see now the future of that technology developing. And we're so early and it's so beautiful right now to be in it, to be part of it, to be a collector myself. I've, I've bought some pieces of some, of some artists and... Um, to actually uh, um, also buy or get the physical piece. I, I think yesterday I bought an artwork 
from a famous artist and that's now uh, doing NFTs. And he said, if you buy my NFT, I'll also ship you the physical piece. So like, you know, that's a beautiful thing. So I now actually own, you know, on the blockchain is visible. I own his artwork and that I also have it in, 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 uh, in, in physical form. So that I'm, I'm, I think is such a great opportunity. I, I was also to elaborate a little bit more on that. I was in a room yesterday, I think it was base jackers, another Dutch friend. And they did a release where if you bought like um, an NFT from them, you did a bit and you get like the silver bit or the, the, the gold bit, you get unlimited access for the rest of your life to their concerts. You know, it, it, it's, it's like, there's so much creativity and so many great things happening that, that, I'm very excited about. Okay. Thanks, Jesse. So you said a lot of people think that NFTs are a scam. I remember when ICOs were big, you know, the initial coin offerings and, you know, that kind of like tumbleweed now. And um, what would you say to people that say, no, NFTs are a scam? Well, first of all, we can't compare the ICO bubble with, with this. Um, that I think is just very, very wrong. Some people do that, but I think then you misunderstand the technology behind it and where we are in this stage. Uh, it's a completely different thing. Um, right now, what what we what I would agree with is that a lot of pieces are overpriced, and there's a reason for that. A lot of people, including myself, made a lot of money with crypto. And it's like, okay, what am I going to do with that money? Right? It's, it's, in, my, it's in my crypto wallet. I'm, I got Ethereum. I got this. Let me buy some art. And in some countries, you can even write it off, right? As you know. So um, it's, it's, um, it's a big reason right now why we see the market stabilize. People are like, oh, it's already crashing. It's already going down. People are not bidding as high anymore. Um, it's true. But the market is correcting itself, um, you know, and it's stabilizing. It's, it's, a, it's a healthy pattern, you know. Uh, we can't drop 100 Ethereum for um, an overly obsessed girlfriend. Um, you know, the, 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 the screenshot picture that was, that I think, was sold for like 120. I don't know the exact number, but like these wild, crazy amounts. Um, we had the grumpy cat. What was that? 120 ether. Like it, it and, and right now one ETH is like three thousand dollars. So people came into the space, did a money grab, and I can't blame them. I can't blame them. Because they 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 became famous for something or they, you know, became a meme and now they're they're minting it and they're making it an NFT and people buying into it. So if if that's a scam to you, you know, I, I can I can get into that. But at the same time, Right now, the market is stabilizing, and you can very, very clearly see that. Mm. So we saw this in the housing market, Jesse. I just want to make a point on that. I think a big element of this money coming through crypto and into NFTs and, you know, what is a surprising amount of money for not really much particularly tangible is because they didn't have to work and graft to earn that money. And they didn't pay tax on that graft and they didn't earn it over 15 years hard labor. And people do 
So, for example, when house prices go up a lot and you make a lot of equity, people remortgage their houses and they feel like it's almost free money because they didn't earn it because the house prices just went up. And so to a certain degree, like you said, there's a lot of people who've made a lot of money in cryptos. Not necessarily. I mean, I'm not demeaning it when I say they didn't do anything for it. They researched, you know, they put their money in, they took a risk, but they didn't really work for it as such. That doesn't make it wrong. That doesn't make it false. It makes it what it is. Um, So I guess in that regard, then, do you think the value of NFTs or the popularity of NFTs will be directly linked and tracked to the, you know, the movements of the market of cryptos? Or do you think it will become its own sector and niche, which is separate? I think you make a really great point there. Um, some people got, got very lucky. Um, but at the same time, you, you could say um, they invested in, in Bitcoin with a very strategic uh, way of thinking, right? Um, other people, um, by luck, like Dogecoin, uh, for instance, I think we're now looking at 40 cents. Nobody thought that would ever happen. You could argue that some people were like, yeah, you know what? Elon Musk is going to tweet and, and he's going to really, really put that flag of Dogecoin on the moon itself. And we literally have a Dogecoin going to the moon. So it, it depends on how you look at it. But I, I hear what you say. I think some people just blindly uh, got very rich. Uh, in the crypto space uh, and, and others, I know friends of mine, uh, even uh, beginning their 20s, some are even 16, 17, that are richer than me and um, really dropped out of college and dedicated their entire day to crypto trading. Uh, there's a lot of money to be made. And to, to be really honest with you, I think we're still very early. Um, if we're looking at uh, XRP or Ethereum or, uh, you know, uh, hitting $3,000 now. I bought Ethereum when it was $400. What was that, three years ago? So, uh, you know, and, and then XRP, it, it's, it's, it's the reason why it's suppressed right now, the price, is because they're involved in a, in a SEC lawsuit that's happening, I believe, the 30th of May. But imagine if they settle that. Imagine if that lawsuit gets dropped, which I think it will. So there's a lot of research that goes on, goes in, you know, you like, yes, some people get lucky in the crypto space, but the big players really strategically, like a sniper, look at the market, look at what's going on. And trust me, there's a lot of time that goes involved. Um, but coming back to the point, yes, uh, some people didn't pay tax and they're like, hey, uh, this NFT space, you know what? I think this artwork is going to increase in value over the next couple of years. I think Jesse's artwork is going to become more valuable. Again, this is not financial advice. I just want to stress that. But let's say if you say, Jesse, you know what? You're going to be on Discovery Plus in 2022. So I think your artwork uh, might increase in value over time. So let me invest in you. Could be, if that's your reason. And some people are investing uh, because of that reason, and I think it 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 could very much be true. Um, um, and and to be really honest, I think if you're if you're dropping one of once, so unique pieces, um, you're looking at a piece that maybe Snoop Dogg or uh, we have Jake Paul or other big influencers. 
you want a piece of them. You want a piece of them on the blockchain. I might want a piece from Rob Moore. You know, like I don't know if you're dropping one, but I might want a piece of that. So this is my opportunity, and um, I, I, I would be, you know, very much involved, most likely, um, if if I believe in in that the value will increase. Binance, the marketplace, has now announced that they will uh, create a marketplace for NFTs. That's exciting stuff, you know. So I can be trading the NFTs that I already bought very soon. So again, these are these are exciting times, uh, my friend. And um, I think uh, every time when something like this happens, you're gonna have people that that will scream uh, a scam. Even friends of mine that they're like, "Yeah, I don't believe in it. I, I just I'm not getting involved." That's okay. But if you're really doing your, if you become financial financially literate and you do your research and you educate yourself, which I always say is the number one thing. Uh, you understand the space and, and what's going on, then you don't want to miss out. So, Jesse, the creator economy, which is this revolution, or rather the decentralization of power and control and media. So if you look up the definition of the creator economy, it is the decentralization of media where um, corporate media um, power shifts from the big companies to the individual entrepreneurs and influencers, where social media channels and platforms compete for the creators done a lot of research into sort of the definition of the creator economy but even since people have defined the creator economy we now have rally where you can have a rob coin or a jesse coin we have um, bitclout where people can literally invest in your you as a brand or a, a piece of you and then, of course, you just talked about NFTs, where you, when you, you don't just see that you're investing in a piece of digital art, you see that you're investing in the artist and the the hope, the speculation, or even the research that they will go up in value. So, like you'd buy a real estate or a property that would go up in value. You now buy into creators and influencers and their art and their creation, and you can even buy into their social capital in the hope and expectation that will go up. This is fucking crazy, interesting shit all coming together. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, it is, man. Remember those games? Like, was it Sim City? And there were actually computer games where you could build these things and exchange these currencies online. It was a game. And it's like we're now in this matrix of is it real, is it a game? But how all this stuff comes together, what do you think about this creator economy as I've just described it? I, I think it's it's a great time to be alive. Um, and for especially the creators that are uh, with us right now live or listening to this on the podcast, um, there are so many ways right now to generate income. Whether you are a starting creator, artist, or influence whatever direction you want to go. 
we have communities right now where I have coached uh, influencers or even to be really honest and open with you, girls, models that got onto OnlyFans and that I... For research purposes only, Jesse. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> they make 30 to 40 grand a month, okay? For posting cute pictures they would normally post on Instagram anyway. It's not just porn, it's not just erotic, just cute picture, okay? Then we have coaches, then we have starting artists that can create a community on Instagram over like a, like, you know, it's very easy to generate thousand followers, okay? People say Instagram is very hard to gain. You can generate a small community. And then when you create a super fan base, you create uh, a Patreon or, a, or you start uh, monetizing your uh, YouTube that you might not generate any income from in the beginning, all right? But the more you will put out, eventually the more people will receive it and the more people will find it, your SEO will go up. And with you creating that community, like I just said earlier in the podcast, I was up till 5 a.m. in the morning, right? There's a reason for that because I'm nobody in NFT community. Well, I well for some people I am, to myself, I'm a nobody, okay? Because right now, I have Don Diablo. He's, he's, he's almost my neighbor. He comes to support at 1 a.m. in the morning. Okay, that means a lot to me. He doesn't do that for a lot of people. That shows that he cares and that he is thankful for me valuing and giving back to other people, other artists that are coming into the NFT community, right? And... This is something that I want to encourage anyone to do is if you want to get into the acting community or you want to get into the influencer community, right? Start reaching out to those people. Start seeing what they do. Rob and I do these rooms sometimes uh, in, in on Clubhouse as well where we talk about this. And when you get into that community, and I did two months ago, I didn't know anybody. I was just listening. I was being very like, you know, present and, and, and hearing what was going on. And then I got brought up. And now, you know, I'm, I'm doing the biggest rooms uh, on Clubhouse about it. So, you know, it, it, it's possible for anyone. And I, I just really want to stress that because I often hear it and it breaks my heart. Like, yeah, but I only have a thousand followers or three or four. Well, then, they, then you have 10 Patreon members. To start with, if you if you if you get one percent to to convert to your Patreon, your members only, okay, then you build your following. You maybe get one extra, okay. Then all you're already maybe at like five six hundred dollars a month. It is very much possible, but in the beginning, it's very much about creating, 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 aka value. And then, um, right now, even with myself. Um, just having those links in your bio, people can, um, like I have a direct.me slash Jesse Meester. You can, hey, maybe some people want to see my IMDb, what what acting I did, they can click on my IMDb. Some people want to check me out on YouTube, they can click on there. So have that type of stuff. Have people that, you know, are interested in you, build that community, ask them questions too. Hey, you know, like go live with them. Ask them questions, interact, okay? Go into those comments yourself. They take time out of their day to, to watch you, to, to comment on your posts. You can do the same. 
okay and and, and it will come back to you so uh, again rob um the creator economy right now is is something that is is incredible with opportunity and very very um possible for anyone to get in right so john who's been watching yeah. i've wanted to ask you this my this question myself because we've had chats on the phone about this but john said rob should publish the world's first nft book it's not just art stop limiting the conversation to just pieces of art wake up this could be applied to nft books because i was actually talking to you and gary henderson about this because i still haven't quite got my head around can you nft anything yeah you can nft anything so how could i like i've written 18 books how do you nft a book well you um i think the the way to do it is you have pictures of your book and you would mint them on the blockchain and that's how you um john um <laughs> you will be able to buy that physical piece let's say a certain paragraph or um the entire book you know what, what how far you want to uh, you know go to or just the cover you can go many directions with it um you can even get your book right make it 3d kind of like or, like thing about it or it just just don't have to be like a screenshot like you could make it a screenshot but you can also make it something more like even give a little touch to it, a little, you know, extra uh, um, um, dynamic or maybe you can add benefits to it, right? Uh, people that buy your NFT, they can uh, come to your seminar for free. You know, that, that, that's something that will become very interesting very quickly. Um, you know, so th there, there's really anything that you can make an nft of if you think that that's of value and people would buy into it absolutely yeah. so let's say a book or a video or an audio or a photo or an image or whatever but let's say a book was minted and tokenized uh how could you then go and sell ten thousand or a hundred thousand copies you said a one of one but how would you sell it at scale well, when, when you mint it, um, you can say like there are, I'm only going to have one or I'm going to have 10 of those. Um, and I personally am doing one of ones because I, I want to create something that's rare, unique, and I only um, want that to be possessed by one person. In your case, you know, if you want to do a book cover or you want to do an entire book or whatever, um, I would definitely do more copies. In fact, like I said earlier, I would give extra benefits to it. You know, people that buy into it, like, and you can show, like, let's say if I come, I say, hey, uh, Rob, I, I own your book, NFT. Um, maybe I can come into your seminar maybe i can uh, go shopping with you uh you know i i would buy into an nft from you just because of that because i'd love to go shopping with you you know so i'm i'm just i'm just saying <laughs> yeah i i was I having a chat i definitely want to look into this book 
thing, but I still I feel like I need to get my head around it a bit more. Um, but yeah, let's have a chat. It doesn't, and again, we, we talk about a book now, and, and that could be very much a thing, you know, but I think you also have an artistic mind, and I think you can you can come up with something that you know it just I don't know a collaboration or um, you know charity whatever like there, there's so many directions you can go with this and the beautiful thing about this is that it challenges a lot of people to think out of their box and and be like hey what can I like okay like for me this process for me minting and listing my nft yesterday um yesterday night at 5 a.m i've been spending six weeks um usually two three a.m calls with um, emily and griffin who, who i worked on it with to make sure everything is aligned and that we are on the same page and the photography aspect the music that emily created under the nfts um, and then we have griffin putting it together into something very romantic and something very special. Um, so yeah, I would love to. I'd love to know what you think about them. You know, like they're they're very nice pieces, and I'd love to hear what your favorite is. Okay, well, um, I'll have a look and I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. So I guess NFTs. This space is completely unregulated. I guess most of, if not all, cryptocurrencies are completely unregulated. What do you think about that? And second part of the question, do you think, no, take the first part, do that part first. I think crypto and anything on the blockchain should remain the way it is. It should be decentralized. It's decentralized for a reason, right? And the moment the government, which they're already trying to do, tries to get involved, is going to in the short term maybe limit the price or maybe limit uh the amount but eventually it will only drive up the price because you 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 can't don't you know control decentralized uh blockchain you can't even and the government tries to do it they try to do it in china they try to do it in, in a lot of other places um so no, it should not be regulated, and I'm very much against any government that tries to do that. And then um, this decentralization of money, essentially, so continued. You know, if you think about cryptocurrencies, is essentially that, isn't it? A decentralization of currency, and then the increased speed of all these new financial instruments. Do you think this is going to be the death of the traditional bank and the banking system and the fiat currency as we know it? I personally, um, thank you, Kurt. Um, I personally believe so. And the reason why is that people right now believe in this bubble that we are in. People believe in this financial system of the Federal Reserve printing money for how uh, as much as they want for... <laughs> for as long as people believe it holds value. There's nothing that backs it up. They're trying to, to like, you know, grab gold and control the gold price. It's, it's not happening. So I personally believe we're going to see an end of that, end of fiat currency. And I've read a lot of books about that. And, and the reason is because my friend um, from 
that I know like 10 years ago, he was a bus driver. Back then, I think I was in the military still. And he always, his paycheck always went. He was a very humble guy. And he every, every time he got a paycheck, he, he was buying Bitcoin. And he had this safe in his home and he put the paper wallets into that safe. It's 10 years ago. I never understood it, but he always encouraged me to read about Bitcoin. He always told me about this, uh, about the currency, fiat currency, and, and you have to be careful. You have to get into Bitcoin. And um, this guy <laughs> now disappeared. <laughs> um, and he was a bus driver. He, he's like, I don't know where he is, but uh, he made it. Um, and I'm glad I read those books because it, it, it changed my perspective about how we look at fiat currency, how I look at fiat currency, and also that we have to be careful and that holding money in the bank um, is not your money. Holding money on the bank is their money. It's not yours. You have a license to get that out because you put it in there. Also, with the deflation and everything that's happening, I'd rather personally, again, no financial advice, personally, I'd rather have it in in crypto um and um that way yes with with price drops and everything uh, involved right now it's very highly volatile we've seen that but we could argue at the same time that deflation is doing the same so i personally feel safe having my money in real estate and in crypto so i know yeah, be very careful. That's all I'm going to say. What does a world with no traditional banks or no fiat currency look like? Is it does it look? Is there seventy eight thousand different currencies that we've got to exchange? How does it work? Well, we I, I don't think Bitcoin is going to be the currency because it's 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 too expensive. It's too volatile. Like we we need to have a stable coin that. Um, um, is very very cheap or almost has no transaction fees um to use to make that an actual thing we're not there yet um there are now cryptocurrencies in the works that are are aspiring to do that um and and i think we're going to get to that place and that's going to be a very exciting time um right now um Let's take Dogecoin as an example, right? The, 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 the coin that started out as a joke now became a whole thing and everybody's talking about it. Um, it's too volatile because um, I think um, a few wills, they hold about like 80% of, of the whole supply. So that's not a good thing. Um, what, we, what we have to look into is the the transaction fee which is 10 times cheaper than um bitcoin or ethereum um that and it's super fast like right now when i go to the supermarket and i want to pay for my cheese and milk i don't want to go to the to you know once i grabbed it i want to make sure that the price is still the same i want to make sure that and even even for the merchant you want to make sure that you still get value crypto that the transaction fee is not higher than the actual milk or cheese that i'm buying and right now with bitcoin that's the case so with dogecoin however it's super cheap to transact it's super uh, quick to do transactions so that's something we need to make this happen 
and um, then there's no government, there's no banks that that control. Um, and, and yeah, so so we're we're working towards that, and I'm very much looking forward to it. And at the same time, this is the reason why I'm investing in decentralized future, and I'm also somebody that's rational became more rational i'm still working on that because i'm an emotional kind of guy so i'm, I'm i don't want to be that guy that's like oh i'm i'm investing all my money in bitcoin and crypto and you know just because of the technology and then like hold it all the way down like you know when we have a big correction to like from 50 to let's say 20k no i will if if, if there's a big correction i will take out and i will <laughs> buy back in cheaper you know because at the end of the day, you want to be smart. You want to you want to protect your assets. Right now, a lot of people don't notice you have a stable coin. Sometimes I just go into stable coin, which will always be that price, and then I can opt back in into cryptocurrencies once the market is stable. So, um, yeah. Okay. Loving this. So Jesse. Um you were chilling in Mykonos, having good good vibes and food with Dan Bilzerian. Uh, is he in the crypto space big time? Is there anything there? Dan uh, Dan holds uh, holds some crypto, uh, from what he told me, um, and uh, I haven't heard from him in a while. To be really honest, um, he's also not very active on social anymore uh i've read some stories about what's going on with the with the company um ignite and um yeah um he 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 loves coming to mykonos um and a lot of other celebrities do and it's the, the great thing about it is that there is this party vibe but in a way that's i don't know more freeing than i would say ibiza i don't know if you come down there um it, it you do or not man i don't like the sand <laughs> i don't like the beach <laughs> I, I, like city. I like cities yeah yeah okay <laughs> it's it's uh it's, it's a great i go to greece every year and we do it big we do it like the entire like even the last year because of everything that was going on, I was kind of like, let's just be stuck here. And um, we just went partying. We just had a good time and we enjoyed life. And that, that's, you know, just when you're around the right people, that's what you want to, what you want to live for. And all we do with, you know, making money and, and being on the money back money podcast right now, all we're really buying is time. In my opinion, you know, we're buying time. That's all we have. And, with time i can i can allow myself to do things that i want to do before i before i pass away i leave my legacy and um that to me is is, is what this game is about man love it paris hilton she uh, was involved in an nft drop wasn't she just recently tell us about that that's that's the one drop i wasn't i don't know what i was doing but i wasn't there ah yeah i wasn't there so i i, I can't speak on that one but most of the big ones i've been about in the logan paul one the Logan Paul drop. Yeah, one. I, I, I don't know um, for what it's sold, but I, I'm telling you that all these 
celebrities that come into the space, they come up with these big followings, right? So you would think of that big following, some investor would be there to like do a bit. No, no. The, the wills, the people that invest are on Clubhouse. So even with um, Don Diablo, um, I, I've been there through the start. Uh, same with Pussy Riot. Millions of followers. World-renowned DJ. The two bidders on the NFT drop were in the room. Was marketed on social, um, everything, like marketing strategies. It was really all about that drop room on Clubhouse. And I've been seeing it every single time. And... Um, it's it's a very niche space, mm-hmm. and yeah, um, I was blown away by that. I did not expect that. And and then there, 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 like I said earlier, there's an element of like it's very not mobile friendly. You need like Chrome extension. You need like a um, a MetaMask wallet. You need to have Ethereum on there. You know, so it's it's, it's very niche. But it's just very interesting to see that um, people that are huge on social. They they can't get a bidder, um, including myself. By the way, so you basically need. So when we say drop for the non techies, right. so people have like a launch party in a clubhouse room, and they can have millions of followers and promote it, and you can have a thousand or even sometimes five thousand people in a room, and it all boils down to two whale investors who've got big pockets of cryptos bidding against each other to get the price up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, if, and the thing is, what I've also seen a lot, especially last week, big rooms, like four or 500 people, and nothing is happening, or three, three sales, or two, or, and, you know, like, that's why what I love about foundation is like, my auction only starts when the reserve bit is met so i'm i'm like of course i'm gonna like market it but i'm not too pressured of like oh when the reserve price is met or when somebody is like you know going on there um because once the auction is starting then i want to do like a clubhouse room one hour before the auction ends and now that is going to be interesting and um um yeah, like I said earlier, um, there are cases that just nothing happens because it, it's a very niche space and um, you need to really listen, be present and, and give back to the community and know, do the know-how. And um, yeah, and, and yeah, it, it, it's just, I've learned a lot the past two months and especially now doing my my listing on foundation the politics around it um everything that's involved it's it's a beautiful thing but um we're not there yet so jesse two more things so one is you're going to be doing a talk at the opportunity summit on this space on this um amazing really we're talking about the future of money here this is why i wanted this on the money podcast not the disruptive entrepreneur podcast 
because this is the future of money we're talking about. Um, and so I want to thank you for doing a slot on the Opportunity Summit. Uh, we've got some great speeches there, someone doing the creator economy. We've got a billionaire. We've got one of the biggest fashion brands ever, the founder of. We've got, you know, monetizing your brand on social media, all the different monetization tools. So I want to thank you for being part of that. I'm going to put the link in the comments. If anyone's listening, it's robmore.live if you want to try and register and grab yourself any last-minute tickets. You're going to have to be quick because it's coming within the week. You might have to go on a waiting list because um, I think we're going to have 500 on our Zoom account, and we've got a lot more than that registered, I can tell you. But if you go to robmore.live, I'll put it in the chat for those on the live. But, Jesse, what sort of things are you going to talk about at the Opportunity Summit? What opportunities do you see? in the crypto and NFT and digital money and digital art space? Well, first of all, I'm going to uh, be more in depth about crypto, cryptocurrencies, which cryptocurrencies, the technology behind it, uh, the functionality, um, what I'm, I'm going to be giving some, I hate to say it, but some, some information about like, you know, what projects you could get involved to or think about getting involved in. Um, and, um, also, where fiat currency is heading right now, what's really going on, I'm going to get more like deeper into it. Um, some other things that I will be speaking about is the marketplace of NFTs, um, how to sell them, how to list them, all that good stuff, and uh, digital assets. Those are the main, main uh, key points that I'm going to be talking about. At the same time, I will, because obviously that's a big part of what I do, uh, creator economy, um, how I um, am living the life that I'm living, uh, how I'm pretty much traveling uh, nonstop. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I want to, I'm all about elevating together. I'm about winning together. So I'm excited for, um, you know, being part of that. I think after that, I'll be at a social media summit in Egypt. Um, I know some big bloggers are coming there and I'll be streaming that too. So um, I'm excited for it, Rob. And uh, I think you should all join and, and be there uh, because there's going to be a lot of nuggets that are going to be dropped. And that is robmore.live. You can see if you can get yourself um, at that event or at least get on the waiting list, but it is coming very soon. So uh, robmore.live. So my final question, Jesse, before we um, tell everyone where they can follow you is, what's the future of money? The future of money? I think I already gave that answer, right? I think the fiat currency is not going to be um, what it is. I think fiat currency for a big part is going to see maybe a fall, um, like completely eventually in the future, it's going to be replaced by um, cryptocurrency. So... Um, don't yeah, you think the, the, the big look, banks have something to say about that? Don't you think that uh, the, the big banks, you know, right now control the world, right? They, they keep printing money, but the people, the people eventually, are, and they're becoming bigger and bigger, are waking up to what's really going on. If you look at last year, what has been printed and the deflation of everything and, the, and, and, and how people are believing that $1 is $1 and that it holds value. It's all about trust at this point. It's all about a bubble. 
So if, again, it's not a question if, it's a question when. When is it going to fall? Because it's, it's all trust. and It's all like, do we believe this as a collective, as a community, as a society? Good. And, and, and you know, um, just like uh, we, we, talked, we, we talked about Rally and we talked about BitCloud. I, I don't know where BitCloud is heading, to be really honest, by the way. I, I'm personally not invested in it with my own money as of now because and I'm careful with saying to people, go follow me there or, or buy my coin because I want to see where it's going. And I, 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 yeah, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but with Rally or creating your own coin per se, it's the same kind of like you believe in a person, you believe it holds value, you believe this coin holds value. So, you know, and and, and there's a like, um, demand and, 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 and ask and, and all that stuff that, that keeps that price moving. But um, right now, again, what's what's happening with fiat currency is very scary, very scary. Jesse, where can we follow you? What what socials are you most active on? And what are your um, um, usernames? I, I would say at Jesse Meester uh, on Instagram. I think you already put it um, on the uh, uh, the text at Jesse Meester on Instagram. And then if you click my direct me link, you can see all my other profiles um, and uh, the stuff that you wanna that you wanna see me on. So really appreciate uh, you, Rob, so much for having me as always and. Um, we're going to actually, uh, when can I do that? But one, once the UK opens up, when I get back from Russia uh, and Colombia, I will be uh, looking into heading to the UK and do a workout together or some, some good stuff. Um, so I, I do look forward to that. Me too, Jesse. Thanks a lot for doing this. Really appreciate it. And yeah, for those last chance tickets, go to robmore.live and follow Jesse at Jesse Meester. Um, especially on Instagram because he's big on Instagram but all of his channels and he's got his um, link on Instagram to see his other profiles Jesse this has been a fun conversation always love talking to you thank you so much see you later thank you so much see you on Clubhouse (laughs) see you later (laughs) 